Hi, welcome to the Soul Streaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. Are you ready to feel all lit up and excited like you just ran through a field naked? I am. So drop that baggage and let your soul go streaking. Welcome back to the Soul Streaker Podcast. I am your host, Jenna Jake. I want to dedicate this episode to my dear friend, Tyler Gravely. She is definitely the inspiration for this episode. She has an amazing podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts called How Do You, big letter U, Meditate. Well worth the listen. Please check it out. She is awesome and a great BFF. Love you, Tyler. And I hope everybody goes and runs right after you're done listening to my podcast, listen to Tyler's. She is amazing. And I promise you her podcast will not disappoint. I called Tyler when I was a little distraught, actually a lot distraught. She asked me a question. She asked me a question that is so good, so simple, yet so intriguing and profound that it's been rolling around in my head ever since she asked me and I come up with richer and juicier and more insightful answers all the time. That question is, what are you committed to? What are you committed to? What are you really committed to? Not what you think you're committed to or what you want to be committed to. What are you committed to? I almost need to stop talking just so you can chew on that for a second. It's such a great question. It's almost like an onion because there's so many layers to it. The more you peel the layers away, the deeper and more profound and the more layers there are. Amazing, amazing question. Thank you, Tyler. What are you committed to? That really stops me in my tracks because I didn't know what I was committed to. I was committed to being upset at the moment. It really got me thinking. When I think about the obvious of that question, I'm committed to having my own business. I'm committed to doing coaching. So if anybody wants coaching from me, hit me up because I'm committed to increasing my customer base of my coaching business. I'm committed to my well-being, my kids' well-being. As I thought about it even more, I started to wonder if those were the things I was really committed to or the things I wanted to be committed to. So I made this list in my head of all the things I wanted to be committed to, some of which I've just mentioned. And I realized that fear played a role in some of those things that I had just listed. Fear has definitely been a blocker for me. I'm wondering if I'm committed to being afraid as well, which was really interesting to have a commitment to fear. The fear is protecting me. It's keeping me from humiliating myself or making a mistake. This question has made me come to grips with the fact that part of me is committed to playing it safe. So there's a little bit of cognitive dissonance that goes on because there's a part of me that is really committed to all the things that I want. And there's a part of me that's committed to playing it safe. So I have two different parts of me that are committed to two different things. Wow. It could be a head heart. I'm not sure. I guess the question is, how do we join those things? When I have cognitive dissonance in two different parts of they're each trying to do what's best. They're both committed to two completely different things, each representing what they think is in my best interest. How do I become congruent? 
once all my parts are congruent in the same direction, there's no stopping you, baby. You're just on fire. So that is part of the key. This question was a really good eye-opener and getting me to see that maybe I wasn't as congruent as I thought I was because I knew there was plenty of things that I wanted. There's also definitely a part of me that's been very tentative about a lot of things too. There was some commitment there, again, in playing it safe, which was at odds with my commitment to getting things done. Then there's also the question of overwhelm because when you are committed to starting a business and being a great mom and working and getting a dog and fixing up your house or anything that you are committed to, it could be if you're committed to too many things at one time or you have too many wants at once, it becomes overwhelming and then you get nothing done. Or you think if you're working really well in one area, you're failing in the other areas. That could be part of it too. That's just too many things that you're interested in doing. It's best to slow down and really focus on mastering one thing at a time. No matter what the specifics of what you're committed to, at the end of the day, we are all committed to the same thing. We are committed to our well-being or attaining something that we're going to be better for the having of it. We are committed to the well-being of our family. I also think we are committed to having purpose in the world through serving people, I think. However you feel your purpose is, so you have a legacy that your time here wasn't for nothing. The thing that most surprised me in being a therapist is that it's not so easy to be happy because you would think, okay, let me just do X. I want it and I'll just be happy. It doesn't work that way. It takes courage to be happy. It really does take courage. That was the, one of the major things I learned as being a therapist. And the other is the change happens slowly and in bits. People don't make huge radical changes. It's like chipping away at a nice sculpture. It's little change, little change, little change, little change. If you can use those two pieces of information along with really getting clear on what you're committed to, I think you're in the right frame of mind to start taking steps. Another key piece to this is motivators. What motivates you? Because we have tendencies in the way we behave. Those are trumped by what motivates us. I know this very well because this is what I do every day for a living. I work with this amazing personality inventory. Hit me up if you want to do coaching with me. I'll give a special price to my soul streakers And we can arrange a special deal to do this personality inventory. So I have a little bit of advantage over most people because I know very well what my motivators are. I love to be recognized. No surprise there. I love to have fun. Again, probably not shocking anybody. I love to help people. Also, my security is high. So that's part of what is motivating me to play it safe. That's part of what I'm committed to. So I'm really committed to helping people and I'm really committed to having fun and being recognized. My security score, I love it, except it does get in my way sometimes because it does make me committed to playing it safe. So I need to attach the things that I want to do to that security score. It really goes hand in hand with all the things I love, all of my motivators. So if I really want to help people and I really want to make money, and have enough money not to be rich and be like dancing on a yacht with Beyonce, but to know that everything's going to be okay, I really need 
to tie those to the things that I want to do to up my game and my business to get more coaching clients. That's the key to this thing. That is really how to become committed. That is the best way to obtain congruence because what your motivators are really are the things that make you happy. It's everything you want. It's why you get up in the morning. So it's really important to know what your motivators are. I I think I'm going to do a whole podcast on possible motivators for people so people can get really clear on subconsciously what's motivating them to do everything that they're doing. We, we can get those motivators tied in with the things that we really want. We're going to have this congruence and then we're able to take massive action. That is the key to everything to get it done. Massive action. I've also noticed that I spend so much time being committed to almost being asleep or being in denial because it's so much easier that way. It's so much easier to have somebody take care of you or have somebody else do it. Then you can be in denial and be asleep and not have to face your fears or worry about being humiliated. The other thing in life that I've learned is that what's easy is hard. So what really seems easy to be asleep and to let other people take care of you and let other people do it, that's really the hard thing because we really miss out. The hard thing, getting into this place of action and getting in this place of commitment, then we're going to honestly have everything we want and we're going to feel so great about ourselves and we're going to be empowered. At first, it may be the hard thing, but in the long run, that's the easy thing. So the easy things in the long run are the hard things and the hard things in the long run are the easy things. That's the way it works. I hope I've given everybody a lot to think about in this podcast, something to chew on. What what are you committed to? Are we, are we doing the hard things that are really the easy things and the easy things that are really the hard things? Don't worry if you're not changing fast. Change happens in little spurts. It takes courage to be happy. Those are the lessons that I really want to convey to everybody in this episode of the Soul Streaker podcast. So I hope this was helpful. I'm looking forward to the next episode. Send me some feedback. Let me know about the coaching. You can leave me a comment here or find me on any of my social media. Most importantly, you just keep on being the best of you because you are beautiful. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. If you liked it, press that subscribe button, leave me a rating. And if you leave a comment, I'll mention you in the next episode. Please share this podcast with anybody you think might benefit from it. I'll be so grateful if you did. And don't forget to watch me on Lunchtime Live on Instagram at jenna.jake and check out my website, www.jennajake.com.